Retirement is optional and there's many ways to do that and it's worth learning about how we can do that. But the aging process isn't optional. That one we're all going to do. So it's a wise a wise woman, right, who really stops and looks at both parts of that and says, what can this be for me? Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Today, I'm very pleased to be joined by Anna Harvey. Anna's successful career as a retirement coach includes working in private practice, delivering in-person workshops, and facilitating an online group course. Most recently, Anna has created Retire Solo, Canada's first community and coaching program dedicated to women 60-plus who are retiring, living, and aging on their own. She developed the concept and its unique life satisfaction assessment and tool to address 11 key areas that need to be thoughtfully addressed in order to have a well-loved, well-lived next chapter. Anna, thanks for joining me today. It's my pleasure, Jackie. So as I do with everybody when they start on the show, can you give us just a little bit about your background? Tell us how you ended up where you are today doing what you're doing. Sure. Well, I guess a couple of points about that, Jackie. First of all, it was uh, in the moment inspiration when I was watching and attending a professional development a session that was being delivered by uh, Dr. Sarah Geber, Zef, Zef Geber, most correctly, Zef Geber. And uh, she uh, introduced this concept of solo aging. And in that moment, it, I realized, you know, that was true of me. And I knew that from my own friends group, this was also true of many of them. So I listened very attentively uh, to that and uh, and then realized that there was some more exploration I could be doing. That led me into that area of solo aging, which I then realized was a beautiful fit with the work in retirement that I was doing in trying to help people come into the retirement transition well and build a life that they could really uh, live in a sense of fulfillment. So that describes sort of the immediate, but it started way back in 2011 when I actually went down into the States to get my certification as a passion test facilitator because I had found my way to this tool in my own journey of self-discovery and then wanted to be able to give this tool to other people and help them to see, find, and live into the potential of their life. That led me into a career as a life and working career coach to help people do not only their life well, but their career well. That then started to grow into retirement coaching because I was hearing some comments from my uh, ladies that I was coaching in terms of their career, they saw that retirement was on their horizon and they had nothing planned for that. So I could see that there was going to be an opening there to become a special 
special body of knowledge about retirement. So I pursued and achieved my retirement coach certification. So I did work-life clarity coaching for many years and then developed the retirement clarity program. And then with the introduction to Dr. Zef Geber, I uh, developed the Retire Solo. So it's been a, a, a journey that mirrors my own life. That's fascinating. And Dr. Geber was a guest of mine earlier on in the in the show as well. And I thought at that time that it was interesting because there wasn't anything like that in Canada. I'm glad you've yeah. uh, taken it up. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, you know, that's, I mean, her, her work is just excellent. I mean, I think that we all sort of consider her to be uh, the breakthrough person that talked mm-hmm. about solo aging for the very first time. But there's now, there's other women, uh, yay women, other women in the, in the <laughs> States that are doing such a wonderful job of exploring uh, the same concept of retirement and solo aging. And what I knew is that they were giving forth beautiful information, which of course is solid information no matter where we live but they were also offering uh, resources but they were uh, specific to the United States and that's when I did realize that there was nobody doing this in Canada and offering women a chance to come together as Canadian women doing this together and resources that were specific to Canadian women so yeah I'm I'm you know ever grateful that they uh, were the forefront of creating this field of inquiry and of coaching and and really happy to be carrying the flag now for Canada and doing it with women here. That's fabulous. I mentioned in the intro your um, tool, your assessment tool for figuring out where we are and various uh, factors of life that are important for fulfilling us. Can you talk a little bit about that tool? Yeah, I can. Happy to. So the tool came about because as a coach, which I know you would be familiar with, a tool that we often use is called a life wheel. And it's, and it's a simple uh, tool, very much like a bicycle wheel with a hub. You know, we uh, walk our clients through that and they gain insights by looking at different areas of their life. I liked that concept and I liked the simplicity of it. And I liked the, I think, quite profound insights that come from taking a client through that. What I also had was a growing body of knowledge from having studied the work of Dr. Geber and of uh, the other uh, women like Carol Mark, who's uh, working uh, in the same solo aging space, and uh, Joy uh, uh, Loverney, she's also in that space. So by looking at all these uh, wonderful information, and my own from Dr. Johnson, from my training as a retirement coach, I thought, what are the recurring life areas that all of these people are speaking about that are so important to creating a next life chapter that has awareness about fulfillment uh, and, and, uh, and the potential and the vision that it holds, as well as the practical? What were these common life areas that they were all talking about? And so that's how I ended up with a life wheel concept, but looking at these 12 areas, self-awareness becomes the hub of the wheel and the 11 areas around the wheel. Those are the key areas that we all must look at in terms of creating a fulfilling and practical retirement, specifically as a solo ager. 
So that's how it sort of came uh, into into being. And the process then, Jackie, for um, the the participants of the program is they have a moment to, uh, before the program starts, to really do a self-assessment through each of these 12 areas. And then they bring that self-assessed information into the program. And we go through the sessions looking at one or more segments each time, after which they then reassess. So I'm, I'm happy to sort of share the screen. I can put this up for any of your viewers that are watching it visually, but then walk them through it so any on audio only can also understand it. Would that be helpful if I did that now? Sure. Okay, yeah, great. that'd be great. Let me just share my screen then. There we go. And hopefully uh, you're seeing that now. Jackie, is that good? Yep. Great. I can see it. Good. It's great. Okay. So any of you that are looking at it, you can see you're looking at something that does look like a fairly traditional um, life wheel that you might be experienced experience before, or like I say, like a bicycle hub, if you're just visualizing it in your mind. And there, of course, is the gear or the hub of the wheel. And so it's at that hub that the retire solo program starts, because this is the hub of self-awareness. And what I believe to be absolutely true is that in order to create any kind of fulfilling retirement, it must be a true reflection of who we are and what we uniquely want out of our life. Uh, and we can only do that by increasing our self-awareness. That's something we've typically put on a back shelf when we've been really busy with career and family. And coming into retirement is the prime time to start re-looking at who am I now. So it all starts with this hub area of self-awareness. And then by doing that, we give a chance to look at our values, our mindset, our passion, our purpose. We get a chance to look at our personality because, you know, really, Jackie, how you would do retirement would be different to how I would do retirement. So all of that is key and essential to creating what I call your life, your way. And the self-awareness hub section ends when we take time to create a vision for ourselves, which is then unique and truly unique and captures values, passions, and personality. So then we walk around the, the wheel in its entirety. And if it's just basically starting at the one o'clock position like you would on a clock and walking around each one of these segments. And I'll just give you high level what those are. We're going to be looking at things um, at uh, the the first sort of key area is the what I call the intimates or the, the confidants that we have in our life. And these are both personal and professional. This is the one person that we turn to as our BFF, our best friend that we bear our soul to. But it's also uh, the, the few professionals who we share intimate details of our life in terms of creating our wills or maybe our doctors who are creating a, our health plan. So we have this core intimate group. And then we talk beyond that, beyond our intimates, we start to say, okay, who are the family? And the family for us can either be our biological or adopted family, but it can also be our chosen family, because for many solo agers, of course, we're missing family, we're missing that traditional support model. So these then become our, our, our chosen family, and who are they in our life, and what role do they play? 
going further along the wheel, we start to talk about friends and socialization. And of course, we only have to look back to COVID uh, to remember what an impact and wake up call that was for us when we realized just how important our socialization and our friends really were when all of a sudden we were missing them. So what does that look for us as a solo ager? And this becomes a really important group because many of us we don't have family and we may only have a small chosen family. So the friends become really important. We look at then moving further around the wheel, we, we look at contribution and support. So in what way are we helping others in our life? Uh, that might be a cause related thing. It might be people that are just our, our own friends group. How are we supporting them? How are we contributing to their lives? And then who in return is supporting us and who are we allowing to support us as we go through these next years on our own? Going further around the wheel, we come to purpose and work, which, of course, is a key thing. Most of us have come out of a career that gave us our purpose. Who are we now when we're now leaving that career behind? Very practically speaking, as we go around the wheel a bit further, we start to look at our home and our house, wherever it is that we've chosen to live. What does that look like uh, as we age? And of course, um, there's always good stories to tell. And I love to tell the story of the one uh, woman who uh, is really just so committed to staying in her home. But it's three stories. Um, and, you know, in where I live in Victoria, we have these wonderful infill homes and uh, they're built very narrow, but very tall. So we have to look at like, what does three stories of stairs? What does that look like for us uh, as we start to uh, age? Because our bodies are going to age. So practical things like that. And then transportation as well. You know, how are we going to get around when that moment comes where we do want to or have to give up our cars? Health and fitness becomes another important area. Don't need to say much about that. We all know that needs to be on our radar no matter what time of life we're in. Fun and rejuvenation. We want to keep our spirits life. We need light. We need to be able to relax into that. So where's that going to come from? Spirituality could be a potential hotbed for people, but yet it's a key one because it just sort of says, what else do you connect in that brings you awe and wonder? And what does that look like for you? And how does it support you? Learning and growth, constant, continual learning is the way to keep young, both in our mind and in our awareness. It helps us build connections as well, too. And then, of course, the ever popular money and legal. And Jackie, you know, I don't I don't pr profess to be the expert in financial matters nor uh, matters of the law. But I do know the basics that need to be there for uh, us as as women going through our next life ahead. And we need to feel confident about that, those two areas. In fact, overarching uh, the whole concept behind this um, satisfaction, this feeling of life satisfaction is very contingent upon us feeling confident as we go through our years ahead. Because if we aren't confident, that erodes our well-being, that erodes any sense of joy, because then we're living in worry. Uh, and that's, in my opinion, not how we want to live uh, the, these beautiful chapters in our life that can be ones of creativity and fulfillment. So confidence is a key part of this whole program. So I hope that gives you the walk around uh, the this whole life satisfaction uh, wheel. The assessment part's an interesting part. Women, 
we receive this uh, questionnaire coming into the program, which they just do their own self-assessment. I pose questions and prompts for them for each one of these segments. And they have a moment in advance of the program to self-assess. What do they feel? Uh, how would they score themselves on a one to seven? Are they feeling very confident? Are they feeling very satisfied with this particular section? And if they're not feeling fully satisfied, maybe they would score it much lower. But then as a process of going through the eight sessions that we have live on Zoom that are group coaching sessions, we discuss and we unpack each of these segments. And then from there, after we've done that at the end of each session, part of the takeaway reflective at-home exercise is to think about, okay, now that I know, now that I've learned something about this section, how would I assess myself now? And then from that new assessment, they can determine, is this an area of strength for me or is this an area of focus? From there, it's an easy way to put together a very concise uh, action plan of what are this, what is and what are the overall focus areas that I have for myself and what steps, what actions do I need to take in order to feel more confident, which I know then will allow me to feel much higher life satisfaction. So it's a very thoughtful process. It provides a good container for both self-reflection and also really robust learning and then coming away with really tangible practical action steps to keep moving forward because we want to keep building our life. Does that give you a good overview of it, Jackie? Because I'd welcome some good questions from you. Uh-oh, now you've qualified it. I have to have good questions. <laughs> oh, but you've got those. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a very good overview. In the self-assessment that they do, or the questionnaire that they do for the self-assessment, do you give them you know, yes or no questions, or do you give them a scenario and say, do you agree with this? How do you, what kind of questions do they, do you use for them to evaluate themselves? Yeah, so that's see. That's a good question. I was right. <laughs> the types of questions that I ask is just how confident are you feeling in this area of, say, self-awareness on a scale of one to seven just in this moment? And then I provide them a series of prompts or questions that can kind of give them a roadmap for what I mean by self-awareness. Right. So that they're okay. they're all measuring the same thing and they've got a scale to, to self-assess. That's what I was going to. That's what I was yeah. kind of getting at. You, you know, if you ask someone, how do you feel on a scale of one to seven on your self-awareness? It's like, well, you know, I'm pretty aware of myself. Yeah. So I'd say seven. Yeah. But, but what does it really mean? Yeah. 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 And that's and that's even great that you've said that, because that would then be your your self-assessed. Um, score a seven out of a seven coming into the program right and then what we do in the course of our session is you along with other women we're talking about this this whole um, section of self-awareness in a more detailed way which then gives you a chance to go back and say yikes thought I was self-aware <laughs> I'm a one <laughs> yeah but oops <laughs> 
Or conversely, you would come away and say, yeah, this is a real area of strength for me. And the reason why that's important, Jackie, is because we all have I would say natural areas that were areas of life that we're really happy exploring and becoming expert in. But I always remember the the very real experience I had with a client of mine who whose world and career was about finance and sort of making things happen. And then when uh, he focused on creating his retirement, he was over-focused on finance. He just kept working and reworking and reworking uh, this whole area of finance that was a complete area of strength for him. But he was doing so at the detriment of not paying any attention to his relationship, just because, again, by virtue of who he was personality-wise and by virtue of his career, yeah, that relationship wasn't an area of strength for him. So what we want to do is not keep over-focusing on something that is a, a real area of ease for us that we're good at and pay attention to the things that are really a focus area for us. Right. Because otherwise, you know, you color in that nice little wheel and it's got this spoke on it and you just kind of roll and stop. Life doesn't keep going. <laughs> that's a great way. Of, that's a great way of saying it. That, and you're absolutely right. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of want, it might be a little bit bumpy, but you want the wheel to keep turning. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yes. Yeah. So the, uh, a way that we keep that wheel turning within the context of retire solo is by also having the community of people and of women that are coming together to do this exploration of life satisfaction so yes we're doing it with group coaching and in the live coaching sessions but beyond that they are automatically by virtue of being a member of the coaching group they're also a member of the online community so my reason for doing that is because i just know from experience that i've had that these the 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 learning is so augmented it's so enriched by the fact of being able to talk with other people about the experience and about their own personal experience that the community element is just so so important um and the way to do that is to keep in constant contact with each other keep talking saying gee this worked for me what worked for you there's a real component of wisdom sharing within the retire solo community and program so that's a key part and you know you need you need to keep keep getting your pats on the back when we've you know tried to do something new and perhaps uh, uh, courageous as we stretch our wings in this time called retirement um, and that feels like great support so it's the community of women as well my high vision for all of this over Years to come, Jackie, will be to have a whole community of women right across Canada, all participating in the online community, but they'll find friendships within their own cities. And from there, I'm hoping they will spin off and create live connections for themselves. So my vision is a grand one. It is. And I think that's wonderful. <laughs> I think I think it's something that's definitely needed. Yeah, I think so, too. I really do. So I'm assuming that 
maybe <clears throat> assume is the wrong thing. I'm assuming that the way to be part of the community is only through doing the retire solo program. You have to go through that one of the cohorts first in order to be part of the larger community. Is yes. that correct? Yes. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. Yes, it is. Because then we're all working with the same body of knowledge. And from right. that foundational knowledge that they've acquired through the program, then they will be introduced to uh, speakers in the community that I bring in. Uh, and but we're, we've all still got the same core foundational knowledge. So yes, that's the way to come oh, into good. community. And how many people do you have in a group each time that the, uh, the program runs? How many can attend? Yeah, eight at a minimum, because we want some good conversations to happen. And 16 at a max because we want some good conversations to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, there's always the temptation when we're working online uh, to have as many as we can fit into a virtual experience. But my goal is not about the quantity. It's really about the quality. I want the relationships to form, which they do by virtue of just the, the size of the group. Right, exactly. And I know you've just started. You've had one cohort run and the next one is coming in August so people can sign up for or in September, September yeah it's going to kick off, kick off on September 11th yeah that will be the second cohort correct and that's and these first two cohorts they've been part of really the founding members of the retire solo community which is uh, just just great to have these initial women coming through these first two uh, two cohorts in in 2023 I think that would be something that would be exciting to be part of yeah being one of the founding members and you know there from the very beginning i think people would want to be you know kind of be banging down your door to uh, be part of that they do they seem quite excited <laughs> oh good that's good and you still have some spots available i assume for the uh, september start if people wanted to join they could go to your website and sign up for yep, it absolutely yep the sign up is available through the website uh, which is it's retiresolo.ca really simple and of course, people can always reach me directly, either through the website or by hearing it now, which is a simple email, Anna at retiresolo.ca. Perfect. Um, what kind of comments have you had from people so far that are that are in the program or going into the program? Um, questions that they've asked you, things that you've discovered that you need to clarify for them. Yeah, the, you know, the big overall, uh, the overall takeaways, I thought it was going to be about awareness. And really, I, 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 what I'm hearing is it's more about an awakening. We are just so uh, unaware and not awake to the fact that there's so much practical planning that we need to do. And an awakening to the fact that we are empowered to create our own retirement. I think you've spoken about this and many of your guests have that that old yeah. model of a default retirement umbrellas, beach, you know, Adirondack chairs, all that is just and partnered in my case, you know, that it's, a, you know, it's always portrayed yeah. as a partner. Um, you know, there's just such a, a validation from the women that I'm hearing coming through the program that, yeah, they can be doing this on their own and it can be their life, their way. They can be the, the you know, uh, the creators of what it is that they want to have. Another one, too, for um, the people that have spoken, it's been about the relationships. You know, we don't tend to think deeply about our relationships. And part of the program um, has been to really, again, awaken people to understand our relationships that we hold 
come in many different sizes and <laughs> shapes and forms and all have very specific relationships to us and that we need them all but to really take time to think about who are the ones that are you know are the supportive ones who are the ones that I can lean on who are the ones that are just my fun my fun friends you know and uh, yeah. and that's been a, a, a thoughtful process for these women to go through so yeah and part of that relationship I guess is also discovering which ones have you've been kind of dragging along with you rather than saying, you know, it's been good. I've learned a lot. Goodbye. Isn't that so true? Yeah. I mean, if ever there was a time to, to really what I like to call bless and release, you know, like you just bless them for being in your life because they've, you know, yep. they've contributed something right in some way, shape or form. Um, but really upon reflection, you realize it's a relationship that's really not, not in, it's, it's not contributing anything and may in fact be detracting and taking energy out of your life. And, you know, those are the ones that we just need to, uh, you know, just let go. Yeah. 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 And that's hard. I mean, and oh. I think that's part of the the self-awareness thing is to, to realize who you're holding on to just because it's comfortable. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, this is this is what we've learned by coming through the personality component of the self-awareness in our cohort is that some of us, by just simply by virtue of our personality, are able to release people far more easily than others. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah. uh, any of us that are sort of the nurturers um, have a harder time letting go of people. So, yes, we learn lots in self-awareness. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Anna, for sharing that with uh, with everyone. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about about Retire Solo, about the, the upcoming uh, cohort? Anything at all that you'd like to share before we end? Um, I think just, I, I think to say just simply the, the program at its basics is all about creating clarity for people uh, to give them the confidence they need to live a life that is fully satisfactory to them and also about connection that the connection with the others that they find will deepen and enrich not only their knowledge about retirement and aging on their own, but they'll have the enriched life through creating these friendships. And I, I think as, a, as another parting word um, <laughs> is that I've, I, I've come across people who say, oh, I'm never going to retire. And we want to believe many of us boomers were, you know, intelligent, healthy, active. We want to believe that 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 won't be true for us. But there will come a time where our bodies are just going to make us slow down. So I think retirement is optional and there's many ways to do that. And it's worth learning about how we can do that. But the aging process isn't <laughs> optional. That one we're all going to do. So it's a wise, Hopefully. a wise woman, right, who really stops and looks at both parts of that and says, what can this? be for me exactly <clears throat> and one of the other things I wanted to mention I, I took a look at your website and I noticed that you've got um, different costing options so that it yeah. is available to everyone yeah. which is I think is really great because not everybody can afford yes the standard coaching kind of costs. I yeah. think that's great. Yeah. I, you know, of course, <laughs> lots of people do want to work one on one, but, and I'm happy to do that, but that's a completely different pricing model and a time commitment. But yes. by coming into a group, I think it's just awesome. And yeah, I was really, I was pleased to be able to do a, a pay as you, pay as you will. As you can. Um, yeah, yeah. Because uh, for, I want 
all women to be able to benefit from this. And uh, that was one way of being able to make that happen. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for being with us today. I really enjoyed the conversation. And I think having a place to go to learn about and, and improve the idea of retiring solo is so important for Canadian women. Yeah, thanks, Jackie. It was a pleasure to talk with you too. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. To check out the video interviews, please go to my YouTube channel at bit.ly forward slash beyond retirement. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash beyond retirement. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any new episodes.